0: Welcome to Talk the Walk here on Boss Social Network. I'm your host, the Enlightened Excited ADB. Joining me is the Celestial Breast Herself, Mr. Celeste Roberts. Hello.
1: Hey, old time no see, a few days.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And of course, we got the sophisticated Espoir, Mr.
2: Shane Kelly. Hello, everyone.
0: Yes. And joining us, our special guest is the curious, yet courageous courtney wood hello hi guys
3: <laughs> thanks for having me
0: yes <laughs> welcome 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 everybody we are doing before the store from life is strange this is a dlc content that came along with it um uh, it's not going to be such a long show because the episodes were a little bit short uh, but before we go into it courtney you were able to make the life is strange discussion But we want to hear from you. What did you think about that game? What did you take away from it?
3: For that one, I don't know. Like, I had so much going on with that game. Like, I don't know, not necessarily like childhood trauma, but more like Mm -hmm. a reconnection with my past. And like, I don't know, just it sparked a lot of joy whenever I started playing with it.
0: How, how was your decision making in it? Was it like something you would do in real life or you were just like, you know yeah. what, what would be the opposite of what I would do?
3: It was literally the opposite of what I would do. I was like, all right, let's be bad guy this week. Mm, okay, that was the wrong path. Maybe we have to do this other way, you know, like it was just a back and forth with me. I wanted to do it the wrong way and I kept doing it the wrong way. And I was like, I wanna see how the story would go on this way, not the other way.
0: Uh, And what did you think about the twist at at the end of chapter four? I think it's chapter four.
3: Uh, I believe it's chapter four. I literally had to just turn the game off. I was like, why? Why did it do it this way? Um, It was like literally turn off, take a break from it, contemplate my life, and then go back to it.
0: (laughs) Uh, And uh, last but not least, what did you think of the music from Life is Strange?
3: I loved it. I, I actually have a a Spotify, a Spotify, a Spotify playlist um, that is nothing but life is strange. Okay. See, I can I find it awesome. one second? So yes. yes. That might be where you have to go because I think you said
1: you can't find some of the songs
3: anymore. Oh, well, you have the dip.
2: <gasps> so oh, I nice. Uh, I like this one. Um, however. I- You know, in the game, they have what we'll we'll talk about more, but they have that fictitious band, Firewalk, and they don't have any music on here. (laughs) So I'm like, please include that. That's what I'm looking for. (laughs)
0: Yes. Well, everybody, um, we got some trigger warnings for you for a little bit of this this, uh, discussion. We're going to be talking about death, drugs, drinking, and attempted murder. Um, but I gotta open a question for everyone. How good are you at back talking to someone? Now, I'm going to say this. As a black person in a black family, there's certain people that you back talk to. You can back talk to your sisters and your and your brothers and your friends. You will not back talk to your parents because you would not be living by the following hour. Your soul will probably be somewhere in the street, and your body will be dead on the stairs somewhere. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I think if I if I back talk to somebody, I do it in a, a snarky, sarcastic manner, you know. And sometimes I'll do it with my with my voice, like imitating them and talking to them and stuff. That's the kind of way that I back talk. Uh, Ness, how do you backtalk if you backtalk?
1: I was a sassy teenager to my parents. I'm not gonna lie, I could be a little bratty sometimes. Um, I remember my mom was driving us, and I had the 1st no, not the first Evanescence album, but the one after the EP. I can't remember what it's called. I just called Evanescence. With Amy Lee's face, the blue face, and my mom. Uh huh. Immortal. This is depressing. Yes, yes, immortal. Thank you. Jane, um, my mom was like, this is depressing music. How could you listen to this? And I said, well, she sounds better than you. Oh! And my mom ejected the CD and cracked it in front of my face. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> I, but generally, I do not back talk to people. <laughs> I try to maintain the peace. <laughs> I bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, what about you, Courtney?
3: Um, well, no, I've been try- trying to do the whole back talking, but the closest thing I've got to back talking is my road rage, because they can't hear me and I can't hear them. Like that's that's as close as my back talking
0: gets. <laughs> uh, uh, what
2: about you, Shay? I I don't. I'll tell you when that happens. <laughs> I don't I don't think I'm very good at it. If I if I have done it before, I'm not aware of it. <laughs> Maybe the closest thing is uh, certain people say ocarina instead of ocarina. Oh. Because you don't say octopus, <laughs> you say octopus.
1: Oh, <laughs> I, love, I love that justification for it.
0: So I get to of saying ocarina time because, and, and and I will explain before we go on. It's one of the nature guided things or nature gated things. When you're not taught certain words, you just think, uh, that, that's how they sound in their thing because just like octopath yeah. traveler that's the way that they say it so when you say ocarina it's just I think it's that T that comes in when you're so used to saying like stuff like October and everything. Yeah. Oct- you know Oct- instead of instead of saying you know octo-
2: like, octagon like instead of Oak <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's
0: the it's I think it's just the way that you are taught that say the say, cause I'm guilty of saying, uh, ca- uh, caramel when it's supposed to be caramel.
1: No, it, it depends on you your can, region. You we could yeah, have a whole episode. Yeah, you can say
2: whatever you want. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's probably not praline. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: just kidding. Pecan I'll, I'll or pecan. <laughs> on.
1: But, but again, it's so. regional, regional, regional. Provincial.
2: Yeah. So,
0: um, so, we're going to get into this discussion. Um, this game was developed by Deck Nine. Um, the background of Life is Strange Before the Story is an episodic graphic adventure video game developed by Deck Nine and published by Square Enix, European subsidiary. Its three episodes were released for Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One in late 2017. It is the second entry in the Life is Strange series set as a prequel to the original game, focusing on 16-year-old Chloe Price and her relationship with schoolmate Rachel Amber. Gameplay concerns itself mostly with the use of branching dialogues and interacting with the environment. And so now, uh, while it's been a while, uh, the game is available for Android, iOS, Google Stadia, Linux, macOS, Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and the Xbox Series. Um, the first episode Awake was released on August 31st of uh, 2017 episode 2 Brave New World was released October 19th and episode 3 Hell is Empty was released on December 20th 2017 there is a bonus episode Farewell Farewell, which was released on March 5th of 2018 Uh, so um, before we get into it. Um, what did you guys think about this game overall And this is Because I know it's short, and I know it's, you know, some of the characters from regular Life and Straits do pop up in this one. Uh, but then there's some characters that you just don't see uh, when Max is there. So I wonder, did some of the, the students leave and graduate? Or... Is it just some characters they they just didn't bring uh, because they weren't part of the original gang? Um they weren't thought of until this uh prequel or this DLC was there. Um Shana, I'm gonna start with you. What did you think about this
2: game? Um Well, I enjoyed it, of course, because it's life is strange. Um, but um like you said the the actors, I think it's the Street Actors Guild and is uh, it the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists? Mm-hmm. They were on strike, I believe, from for almost a year, uh, from I think October. I think I wrote down October 2016 to September 2017. So, um, yeah, so they didn't really get a lot of their reprised actors. Um, so you can tell, you know, especially with Chloe, there's just a, a slight um, less excitement in her voice. It's not that she did mm-hmm. a bad job, it just uh, in the first one she had that exciting, you know, more in your face type, type voice where in this one it, it didn't. So it kind of led to just a um, okay experience with, with her in this one. Uh, Rachel Amber kind of played almost a better part in uh, this one as Chloe did in the first one. So, um, but overall, I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoy that the game incorporated different um, artistic mediums, including the play and D&D, um, to name a few. So, and then also the the bands. So they got the, the, I think the uh, guy, Skip is the security guard. He's um, also a musician. musician. Um, The band is called Pisshead, uh, choice name, Um, but uh, it's, you know, they they incorporate pretty much all these mediums, and and I loved it, so.
0: (laughs) What about you, Corey? What did you think
2: about this
0: game?
3: I I like the perspective of all the game, of the whole game in general, like, Because, you know, like, some people, they go through the divorces and whatnot, if it's a spoiler alert, sorry. Um, But uh, it's, like, it shows you, like, a different idea of, like, what's going behind her, uh, preferably Rachel, what's going on with her and how she's taking upon the story, how she's handling things throughout the the game. I feel like it's more of a Rachel story than it is a, a Chloe story
0: okay not, uh, what, not... okay uh what about you Siness?
3: i agree with courtney
1: um because I, I mentioned in the life is strange episode that we recorded max kind of reminds me of link from the legend of zelda she's the link between the player and the world and chloe kind of serves that purpose in before the storm she she has a little i don't want to say more personality it's very different more abrasive personality than max Are focused on Rachel Amber and her life. And I mean, yeah, Chloe does make some decisions and things, but I was really more interested in Rachel Amber. Definitely.
0: Well, I I say thematically with the characters, I think, you know, this game focused more on rebellion. Um, You know, the way that Chloe rebels against. Her uh, mom's um, boyfriend at the time. How she rebels at school, but then how Rachel kind of also rebels against this goody-two nature that she's uh, been seeing from other people, you know. Uh, And you know the way that she just left school so she could go on the train and everything, and you know just just being that way. And everything. So I, I think it's kind of being like, you know, like air people say this FU attitude. But I think it was more of believable believability in the characters because of the rebel. And definitely when you're a teenager, that's one thing that happens. You like to rebel against stuff when you're told things, you know, or when you're forced to do things that you really don't want to do or it's not cool or hip or whatever turn is is popular going to going through that time. You know, you want to rebel. And I, I guess that's what I kind of liked about this game. Though I kind of felt like this was more of a movie than a mystery yeah. in a sense to me. Because like
1: I a mystery movie or you mean
0: it, it felt like if if I had made no choices and just seen all the cutscenes and everything, this is a great coming-to-age movie and everything. I don't think there's too, there's not much mystical or magical realism to it like Life is Strange is. You know, we get Chloe screaming and she's, you know, kind of being the wind to blow the fire out more and more. But we don't really see that throughout the whole thing. Uh, that's like Rachel
1: it's.
0: Rachel who does that. Yeah, that's Rachel. But and we thought we would see more of it in everything, because you would think that with Rachel and Chloe being around each other, that that would be a power that she would that she would use. And it kind of felt like they didn't use it enough. And I think it's because you wasn't controlling Rachel. He was controlling Chloe, watching everything and, unfold. Oh, I go think, ahead,
2: Shay. I think also they didn't imply that Rachel had powers, so maybe maybe you as the player inferred that she has these powers. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe, I don't know, maybe they could have had another episode planned, or maybe they would have had other mechanics, but they ended up not doing that. Um, but I, I do think that... Um, that could have been an avenue they could have went down but we kind of know the outcome of Rachel uh, because of Life is Strange so yes also I, I thought what, what was interesting too is I believe since is a deck nine that did this one yeah mm-hmm. um, they uh, with their t-shirt designs um, based on what you picked they had alternative dialogue so they kind of used that the style you picked as part of the dialogue with interactions with people in the the game. So that was kind of cool because they did do that in the first one. Yeah.
0: Yes. So, um, well, let's jump into a little bit of this. Um, Three years before the events of Life is Strange, 16-year-old Chloe Price sneaks into a concert at an old mill. Conflict arises with two men inside, but she escapes with the help of schoolmate Rachel Amber. The next day, Chloe and Rachel reunite at Blackwell Academy and decide to ditch class, hitching a ride on a passing train before getting off, uh, off at a lookout point. So, when you're on a train, you get to play uh, two truths and a lie. Uh, what did you guys think about that? Ooh, I
1: uh, to rewind back
2: to the mill. That's a big part. Yeah. Uh Okay. But, I'm sorry, you can't you can't skip Firewalk. <laughs> That's
1: Shane's band. That,
2: yeah. I, okay. I wish I wish as a as a young adult I or young teenager I could have went to this barn, which I have been to a barn concert before. Wow. Um, hmm. but instead of the band name being Firewalk, it was Leisure Tube. And I don't think that was any better, but yeah. So it uh, that whole scene uh, there—they had a good three plus minutes for that whole whole interaction of Chloe going up to the the loft, watching Mm -hmm. the band. You just—it reminded me of a rock band scene from the game. You just sit there and listen to it, watching the the characters all move and interact, and. it was just a, a great experience, and that's, I think even though I did like Life is as music, I really, really enjoyed this this portrayal of, of actually going to a, um, watch a band and listen to them um, just uh, put the music on the CD. So.
0: I was afraid for Chloe falling off. Every time it, it looked like she got close in... Moving around, I was just like, if she falls off, and just turns into a quick time event. Yeah. I may have to
2: let her get hurt or fall somebody. <laughs> exactly. And I can see you like on the couch, or on the edge of the couch, eating popcorn. And as she's getting closer, you're you're, you're shaking your popcorn. Go no. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, uh. Anyone else about that area, about the beginning and stuff? Uh,
1: Get to see Chloe is really rebellious. Uh, she's a lot. I don't know braver is the right term, but at 16, I, I've actually never snuck out before. I, I don't know if that just means I'm too innocent or something, but I've never snuck out. But she, I guess, now as an adult, like I, I'm not a parent, but I kept worrying, like, girl, you're surrounded by these really sketchy looking people, um, yeah. mm-hmm. especially a lot of men, and there's drinking, there, there are drugs. Um, have weapons on them, but Chloe she holds her own. Like maybe I'd want her on my side in a bar fight. She she back talks the bouncer. She she yep. seems very confident in
0: herself. So I I I, I give it up give it up to, to them for the bouncer the way that they wrote him. He acted. and He was just like you know what kid. Yeah, go in now. Just know I can't protect you, but I understand your rebellious behavior because I would. To be honest, I was with you. Because he was just like, that's a Simone flower, and that... Uh-oh. And that's when Chloe knew that she had him at that point in time. Um, So, I also, before we go off, I wish I thought... I'm like, I didn't take a shirt or anything, but I was wondering... I always wanted to be like, I wonder if I could cause a distraction by... While he's on the phone and me lifting the uh park the the park brake off and letting it roll to make the shirt oh, fall yeah. off. <laughs> what about you, Cory? Oh, okay. What
1: did you think about
3: that? Ah, I mean, I played it before a parent and after a parent. So before a parent, like yeah, like we can do this. We're unstoppable. Let's sneak out. Let's I'll go find a place myself. But now, like playing it later, I'm like, ooh. Don't do it, kid. Don't do it. I I know my mother, but I don't know about yours, and she's probably twice as crazy as mine.
2: <laughs> um, I do I do like uh, Rachel's hair hair hairstyle and you know, earrings, feather earrings and stuff. Yeah, she's pretty looked pretty ba, um, but uh, uh, she kind of reminded me of uh, Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes, yes. Uh, how her yes. hair looks.
3: Pretty, so. uh...
0: Yes. So, um, but uh, getting to the trade part, uh, the two truths and the lie, what did you guys okay. do? How did you feel about that?
1: Alternated answers. Um, yeah. I, I kept it to where they were friends.
0: Okay. But I did too. Yeah. Like, ask you. About... <laughs> I. I didn't, I know Rachel was kind of, it really felt like Rachel was trying to force herself onto Chloe. And so I didn't feel like the love relationship that they was trying to input into this game was authentic. It wasn't real or believable <clears throat> for some reason. Like, yeah. Chloe, does, Chloe doesn't seem like the lesbian type. And Rachel was just really trying hard in this game, design-wise. They made her,
2: like, really try hard. They're just like, this. no, this is not enough dancing. I think if this scene happened after the play of the Tempest, uh, it might make a little more sense, and maybe your choices would be different. But I didn't mm-hmm. think it, it made, I, I guess you weren't really that deep into the game where you, you know, you even if the player felt that way at all. So I think that's why maybe all four of us chose that in the first place, because that's, it's it's not deep enough in the story to
3: yeah.
2: pick that. Uh,
1: and Rachel's, Rachel's not only like, she's a very attractive girl. She's not only popular, but she's very smart. She's very ambitious and she's very well-liked by majority of the students at Blackwell Academy. By the way, um, Chloe goes to Blackwell Academy Yes. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if we mentioned that. Um their class she and Rachel are classmates. I guess um so this is honestly going through my head, Ed, how you were talking about doesn't seem believable. Rachel seems like she has ulterior motives sometimes, and I kind of feel like mm-hmm. she's someone who's used to getting whatever she wants, like she knows how to be charming. I'm not saying she's never genuine or caring, <clears throat> but I think she's used to being able to beguile people and they go along with the limbs and they just get into her. So I kind of, this could be a stretch. Is she viewing Chloe as a conquest? Like, hmm, I go through my rebellious phase and I'm interested.
2: Either she's uh, bisexual or just curious. I don't know. I think. It, oh, go ahead. She was, sorry, I, I was going to say, based on, you know, later on what you find out about her, her dad, um, it almost uh, seems like it runs in the family. That thing about um, being secretive, um, not necessarily lying because no one really found out until later that she was dating Frank you know stuff like that um, and then with Jefferson later on um, so it it could be yeah maybe it's a I it's a notch on my my bedpost I, I want that person I'm gonna go for it no, That was not an answer yeah
0: it's there's something about the persuasion and manipul- manipulation in this game that Rachel Cuteness hides, you know, it's a two-sided coin in a sense that yes, I'm cute, I'm beautiful, people love me, but I'm gonna use that that to my advantage to persuade you to do something, and I'm gonna get out the benefit, benefit out of it. And don't care what the outcome is, I could I could get out of it because A, I'm a good actor, and everybody is fit to believe. The way that she acted. Now her getting the wine bottle, that was terrible. That was bad acting. But the way that she convinced the principal, where Chloe was just like, You I don't know you making this up. But it was good enough to persuade the principal that it was that she did it. Chloe's gonna roll along, depending on your choice. But she did it, but the consequences wasn't dire. Missing a play. You know do you think rachel cared about that no not really you don't think there's gonna is? be i i don't think she cared about that play
1: she wants to be an actress though she wants to be on broadway she wants to be a model she wants to go to los angeles yeah she does i don't know what do you think courtney
3: i don't know i i think it was like just kind of like a shot in the dark and she was just kind of like hoping on whatever you know, what was ever going to happen was gonna, going to happen. But, I mean, she, her friend did kind of, as we all played, kind of, you know, like turned her down. Wanted to keep it as friends. Wanted to keep it as a story. So I feel like it was kind of just one of those, I'm just going to throw this out here. Hey, you know, I'm trying to do this fun stuff. Let's see what happens. And then we're all like, mm, no. And she's like, eh, whatever. <laughs>
0: yes. Well, um, uh Let's see. The next day, Chloe Rachel reunite at Blackwell Academy, decides to ditch classes.
1: You skipped a really big part, Ed.
0: Which, which part?
1: Okay, so they're on the train, and they get off at a lookout point, and there are people watching through a viewfinder.
0: God, yes. Oh, that's what I was about to get to.
1: Oh, okay, because, no, 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 You, we got, so they're on the train, they get to the lookout point, but you started saying the next day. This is the other parts all in the same day.
0: Oh, no, that's what you have now for the summary. Yeah, the next day, Chloe and Rachel reunite at Blackwell Academy and decide to ditch passage in a ride at the passenger train. Oh, I thought you were so, of lookout. I'm sorry,
1: park. you jumped. <laughs> well, it's not. Okay, so, um... So they... The next day, Rachel... The, okay. Sorry, yeah. I jumped to the next uh, one. I freaked out. I freaked out.
2: I was like, this is the most <laughs> important part of the whole game. The, uh West they using your back,
1: Todd. This is my dad. <laughs> they watch
0: through a viewfinder and see a man and a woman kiss in a park below, which upsets Rachel. They take a walk to a local scrapyard. Chloe confronts <laughs> Rachel about her change in mood, but she refuses to answer. So, we kind of find out. I knew something was wrong when she started talking about her parents while she was on the train and about her dad and everything. And so when you're going around doing a Watch Friday after, you know, you got the bottle of wine, everybody drinking and stuff, Chloe and Rachel are voicing thoughts of people in her thing. And uh, Chloe finds a guy kissing a girl and started making fun. Rachel sees it and uh, runs away. Now, we see the girl in a few cutscenes before they even get to the people watching uh, and everything. So we see her because she's in white. Uh, and then uh, when they see what the guy does, Rachel gets upset. It uh, kind of starts blaming Chloe and ha- you can see the turn in her voice and her anger. That cuteness is gone away. So her true feelings are coming out. Um, what did you guys think when you saw that? Uh, Celeste, I'm going to go with you.
1: Okay, um I, I apologize. I thought you were jumping the gun because <laughs> I got so fired no. up. I got so fired up. So I thought at first that the man was someone Rachel was in a relationship with. And I Ooh. thought she was seeing him make out with another woman and she was jealous. Because so she seems like the type to go after much older men at her age.
0: What about you, Cordy?
3: I don't know. And whenever I saw that, I was like, you know, like, what's going on with her? What's her? Why would? Why the? Like, I didn't really see the point of it till afterwards. But I felt like, like, okay, like maybe she's upset because you know she's just trying to get to that level, or maybe she even got uncomfortable with um her with them doing all that, and she's like, oh okay, hey, maybe I need to walk away from this because this isn't something that I'm getting. So now I need to leave.
0: Uh, what about you okay. say?
2: I actually thought that the girl was Rachel's mom. I thought the opposite. And then I find out it is her mom. But I, I didn't, I, you know, I thought that was her mom and she was meeting some strange guy, not her dad. <laughs> so, um, So later on when I found out, you know, this... It um <laughs> it, it made a little sense in my head. It just at the time I I didn't put two and two together. So Yes, like for me,
0: I knew I felt like it, I knew it was the dad because of the black suit that he was wearing and then the way that she was talking about. It. I think he was like a DA and you know just the way that she goes about it. And I was just like, okay, who would be in the suit going to a park, kissing somebody like that? during like in the beginning of the day or wherever, how long that train ride was at. Like something is, something affected Rachel and it has to be one of the parents. And just seeing that the man initiated the kiss, I'm like, that's her dad. And that's why she got pissed off.
3: I always thought that the couple were much younger than like her parent age till after finding out that mm-hmm. it was, you know, what was going on.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, when chloe meets rachel later rachel explains that the man the two saw was her father james a district attorney and that the woman he was kissing was not her mother rachel burns a photo of herself and her father inadvertently causing a wildfire because yes yeah, she she uh uh she bursts the picture puts it in and uh she doesn't kick the can over i think that's when she yells and it falls over and it started getting a wildfire close. Just like what, what's going on? And then it, it starts getting bigger and bigger as she's yelling. Uh, so it's kind of like the scream, the sound effect, or the sound, uh, the vibration, or whatever um, is causing the fire to spread. So it's kind of like that's her indication of wind? Question mark. Uh, Courtney, thoughts? I don't-
3: I don't know. That's why you got to stay away from fires and wildfires, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I feel like the aggravation of it, you know, and it expanding, it's just the problem that's going to happen between her mother and her father in, like, the heat of the moment kind of thing of what is going on.
2: Uh Shay. I don't know here. Uh, I, I I feel the fire represents Amp, um, our Rachel. Um, so I think her her own personal anger is the fire, and it was raging. As you know, the farther it got, the more angry she got. Um, I don't necessarily know if she has powers, but it almost the wind almost emphasized when she yells. Towards the fire, um, and then later, as later she gets uh, stabbed with a knife, that fire is extinguished immediately, and the, even the firefighters are trying to figure out what happened there. Um, also, I don't know if you guys remember, they had those those like dream sequences with William as well,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and William even. Um, Talks about the fire. I, don't, I I wrote down actually one of the quotes he said because I thought it was kind of interesting.
0: Was um, it was
2: it when it was uh, at some
0: car? But it was a big fire and it was uh, rusted marshmallows.
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. They're sitting by the log there, um, and yeah. William says, "See, you're you're drawn to it. You don't even realize the danger." And Chloe says, "Danger." William goes, "Fire blinds us just like darkness, but darkness blinds us with absence." With loss, and then Chloe says, what does fire blind with? And William says beauty. So when I th- hear that, I think immediately, okay, Rachel. Rachel uh, is one of the most um, well-liked pers- people in um, Blackwell, Arcadia Bay, uh, her family's well-known. Um, she, she is beautiful. And so I think that there she is the I'm one of the catalyst of the problems that are occurring. And later down the road, maybe she is the storm that is brewing.
0: And she does say that she is a Leo. So I don't know if that strategy plays
2: a part in this In the sense. so I
3: mean
0: it
2: could but uh, could. Uh, I'm a Leo. You never know. Uh, <laughs>
0: Well, uh, the next day, Chloe and Rachel are reprimanded by Principal Wells for ditching school. Chloe hides out at the scrapyard where she finds an old truck in need of repair, the truck that she has in Life is Strange. Uh, She then receives a call from local drug dealer Frank Bowers, who arranges a meeting to discuss settling her debt with them. Chloe agrees to repay him by helping him steal money from her classmate, Drew, who owes Frank a large sum. However, Chloe learns that Drew is being violently extorted by another drug dealer, Damon Merrick, and she must decide whether to pay off the dealer for the stolen money to protect Drew or keep it. So, Shane, thoughts?
2: Well, I uh, money I gave I gave to Drew, or the, the whole purpose was he was getting money for his father. And so, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna keep it for myself. And screw drug drug dealers; you don't get your money. I'll give it to someone who who needs it, even though uh, it wasn't uh, the money wasn't obtained in the most moral of value. Um, And then also, you've got Drew's brother, Mikey. um, And I don't know if you guys know, Mikey is the one with the D and D thing. With uh, Steph, and uh, that whole thing's kind of a cool ordeal too. Uh, um, I don't know if you guys want to go into that now or just keep talking about this situation, but I have a D&D encounter. Go I'm ahead. I say, you so I think I think um, Chloe wanted a uh, pirated copy of a movie, and Steph mm-hmm. uh, has it, and so they end up asking her if he wants to play D&D, and uh, I don't I don't know you guys partake in it but it, it's real fun um, i did just the whole dialogue and everything is really cool um and i you know i i've never actually played like a full full campaign of DD i've played other um other games like mothership that is like D um i even have a, my own DD game that i've written in college uh that i've never played but um it, it just was fun just to see the setup, the the dialogue, the interactions, um, and um, kind of a future um, potential seeing of Mikey and Steph in, in later games. So I remember
0: uh, she was trying to get Blade Runner a copy of that.
2: Yes, it was Blade uh, Runner. Yep.
0: Yes, uh, Celeste. Uh, what did you think about that?
1: So, the the junkyard, the scrapyard they hang out in, you see it in Life is Strange, and mm-hmm. it's really cool in Before the Storm because you get to see how Chloe and Rachel decorated and make it their own place. I, I love the little touches in the game where you can customize things in Chloe's truck as well, with the flags and drawings, and even, like, a little bobblehead. Yeah. Uh, so... I have never done drugs before, um, except the ones prescribed to me by a doctor, uh, no judgment. If you have, I just, so I, I wouldn't even know where to begin to go. So this sounds like a terrifying situation to be in where you have to pay a drug dealer. So it's almost like Chloe has to steal from Peter to pay Paul essentially. Mm-hmm. And I saved the major decisions on our notes and that's a huge decision. Um, you have to decide whether you're going to give Damon the money or stay with Mikey in Drew's room because Drew is a Blackwell Academy student and his little brother Mikey stays in his dorm room with him a lot. Their dad is, is their dad like a mechanic or something? He, I think he's struggling to pay bills or something. Is, they're, they're having mm-hmm. financial issues.
2: Struggling. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so that's, Drew's intentions with the drug money um, are to help his dad. So it's it's like a noble ambition. It's not for himself. He's very, very protective of Mikey. He's a really good older brother. So, when it came to that situation, I um, actually gave in in the money, and that results in Mikey running out and trying to. Is that correct? Like Mikey runs out, and that's where Mikey gets injured. Correct? It's the one where Mikey gets injured. Yes. 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 But if you do I, I looked up the results of the opposite if you do the other scenario where you stay in the room with mikey Drew gets injured so what did y'all pick
3: oh i did the one where mikey got injured so i that drew one that that would have been awful so like really witness
1: i think the door's closed and you just hear um damon beating them what about you ed and shane did you
2: what did you choose to do with that? <laughs> oh, Mikey getting hurt. So
1: that's three for three. What about you, Shane?
2: I <laughs> gave so the money to Drew. So I don't know who gets hurt. Gets oh, hurt? You, gave Day- yeah. oh yeah, you
1: gave Damon. Oh, you you the money and Michael. No, I gave
2: Bob. I Mike gave Drew hurt. the money. I didn't keep it, and I didn't oh. give it to Damien. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, okay. So I- is is, you- is
2: that how it works? Yeah, isn't it? You can keep it. You can give it to Damien, or you can give it to Drew. Yeah, do
1: you, but Mikey got hurt in your scenario.
2: I can't more? remember. I gave it to Drew. So whatever happens after that.
1: Okay. Um, I know there's a scenario where you like, get in the room with Mikey. Drew gets injured okay. instead Mikey. But, yeah. What about you? Ed? What did you think about that?
0: Um, I, it, it was kind of hard because I'm just like you know, like you said, Robin Peter to pay Paul and all of that mess. And I was just like, you know what, you, you put yourself in the situation, but I am a, you know, I kind of, I, I really care for Mikey. I thought he was a cool kid, so I kind of wanted the best, but I was just like, you know, I gotta make this decision, and it sucks, but you know, seeing Mikey get hurt, like, it is what it is. You'll survive, you're not going to die, so. <laughs> uh, oh. But, uh, let's see if we have to do this, okay. Later, when the student is unable to participate in the school's there's a production of The Tempest due to road closures caused by the wildfire. Chloe reluctantly takes on the role opposite Rachel. After the play, they decide to leave Arcadia Bay with the truck from the scrub yard and return to Rachel's house to pack. Following a confrontation there, James reveals that the woman they saw him kissing was Rachel's biological mother.
1: Twist! Drama. Arcadia Bay is full of drama. I'm telling you, these small towns. I live in a small town. There is drama.
3: (laughs) There really is. Uh. In every small town there is. I guess
0: we have nothing else to do. No. <laughs> uh, what 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 did you guys think about that reveal?
3: I kind of thought that it was like so like back to the beginning of it and Rachel being upset. I thought it was like, you know, kind of like a wasted energy now. Like now she's mm-hmm. feeling dumb, kind of like, oh so like you're not cheating question mark, you know? Like, she's now confused. I mean, because I, I would be confused. I'd be like, okay, so who's the lady that, you know, it has been my mother? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Uh, What about you, Soness?
1: Uh, I was kind of wondering, why is he kissing her? Is he having his cake and eating it too situation? Is he still mm. in love with her? And you do learn, like he tells you the whole It's like It's a cool little part where you can play for his and walk around as James and they were I think they were high school sweethearts and they got married right after and then they had Rachel but the mom was uh, named Sarah and she was a drug addict and he was worried about how she would influence their child Rachel and, and everything and it sounds like James was more ambitious and ready to grow up and he wanted to have really high goals of becoming an attorney one day so they, they separated and he tells Rachel that he continued to pay Sarah, uh, not child support, but um, I don't know if alimony would be the right term, but he, he supported her lifestyle. He helped her pay the bills.
0: Yeah. Uh, Shay, thoughts?
2: Yeah, just why are you kissing her? I, yeah, you're married? and then it's okay to kiss this lady that yeah. you had a kid with. Okay. I I don't know how that relationship works, but it um, seems a little strange, but this is life is strange. So, <laughs> do you, I don't.
1: Do you think Rachel's stepmom knows what's happening? Do you think she has any clue that, that there's- That's anything?
2: another question I was going to say. Um, what does she have to say about this? Um, when were they going to tell Rachel were they going to tell Rachel um is how old are they what 15 16 in this one
0: yeah
2: yeah so uh, I would think if you were um you know you weren't someone's biological daughter you'd probably be telling them as soon as they could understand I I don't know <laughs> it was it's kind um, of It's kind of weird
0: because if you look at it, Rachel's hair is different between the stepmom and the dad. Like, looking at it, the stepmom doesn't have red or blonde or brown hair. It looks like she had black hair, and the dad had black hair, in a sense. You don't really see, because Sarah's hair is blonde, I don't know if that was her natural color or she had dyed it. You kind of don't get no indication that Sarah and Rachel, you know, were connected because there has to be some kind of DNA and it didn't look like it at at first to see if they are connected in her thing. So, so at the time watching it, I just thought that it was, a girlfriend that the dad was shaking up with, you know bang side Skeetus.
1: piece,
0: side piece. <laughs> oh, <shy> yeah piece.
3: <laughs>
0: and so when this reveal happened when it, it, I don't know about this reveal it kind of felt like oh we're just throwing this in to hide in the game. like it could have been anybody like it could have been David's girl, ex-girlfriend.
1: Oh, that's a stress. <laughs>
0: David
1: Mazdun,
0: like, yeah, Chloe's, but, Chloe's
1: mom's
0: boyfriend. Yeah, but that's like, hilarious. that would be funny. But, <laughs> but but like think but but think of that being a more impactful twist than what was shown to us. Because think about it, your dad is kissing my mom's boy, my mom's boyfriend ex.
1: I'm not following that.
0: I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, I mean to to,
2: to you know to to deck nine.
0: Yeah. Right. So so There's it's upsetting. It. So it's up it's upsetting Rachel, but then it's blowing Chloe's mind because, you know, it's just like I got some dirt that I could tell my mom right now <laughs> that will break up or mess up their relationship.
1: So wait, she's not David's ex, right? You're just saying what?
0: No, ex? I'm just saying no, if no. that was if that was the case,
1: oh, a story. Well, maybe. why
0: why would that break them
1: up if that's an ex?
2: Like
0: because not- because it was just like, did you know who's David ex was? And so she would, Chloe would probably try to find each and everything to see how it would make David look bad to use. And why not try to lie to my mom? I'm on drugs. I'm hiding all of these secrets. Why not try to persuade my mom yes. to break so up Chloe
2: with would leverage this?
0: Yes. Somehow. OK,
1: now we need a whole section on just David and his life.
3: Yeah, it would be life is yeah. strange before the storm part two. Yes. <laughs>
1: desert storm, because I think he served in desert right. storm. Is that right? Yes.
3: Yeah. Um,
1: so,
2: <laughs> FYI, David might show up later, too, if you guys haven't played other games.
0: All right. Uh, Rachel told that her biological mother, Sarah, is a drug addict and that on the day her father kissed her, he had rejected Sarah's plea to be reunited with Rachel. Chloe vows to find Sarah. Chloe contacts Frank, who agrees to meet her at the scrapyard. She repairs the truck there before Rachel arrives. They are ambushed by Frank and Damon, who staffs Rachel after he realizes she is the district attorney's daughter. Surviving the rule, Rachel recovers at the hospital. Chloe continues to search by investigating Jane's office for clues about Sarah. So now we're getting close to the, or we're in episode three, and the mystery is kind of unraveling um, and everything. Uh, what did you guys feel about this and that's I'm gonna start with you.
1: What's the name of that boy who's obsessed with Chloe that they they had like a one night stand or they hooked up a little bit? Evan? Uh, I can't remember his name.
0: He had like, uh. He texture he every right now and then. It's not true i know who you're talking about because he he was trying to take chloe out on to the movie to the tempest play and everything yeah Uh, i remember
1: i can't remember his name he's he um shows up while you're scrounging around in james office and he gets really aggressive he is not a fan of rachel actually and he thinks that she's a bad influence on chloe so on one hand i agree with him he's trying to protect chloe but he's also The way he's talking to her and he's treating her and he's trying to prevent her from moving around i think he grabs her pretty aggressively he's very forceful and that was making me very uncomfortable with how he was treating her i I did not appreciate that um yeah chloe can take care of herself for the most part and i did not like how that dude was talking to her and treating her um oh i do think it's know i I think it's intentional obviously that the play they're performing is the tempest which is about a storm and like a strange storm is heading to arcadia bay and thank you for pointing out the william sequences shane because i also think it's funny that they focus on william shakespeare (laughs) and her dad's name is also william i don't know if that's just a coincidence or both the play is prophetic and symbolic and then her dad is also trying to be a sage to her I don't Which, know. yeah
2: leads leads into me thinking that the raven symbol for Chloe is william guiding her to the truth and i don't know just maybe you know the, the the raven flies to where rachel is and she follows um so um maybe it's just her dad you know trying to steer her into i don't know whatever path that that's going to lead to so so i believe you are talking about elliot uh sebastian
1: elliot he starts with an e yes elliot.
2: yeah
1: he's a forgettable but annoying character i think he's what the kids call an f-boy is that is that correct? <laughs> yes is that the <laughs> type of person
0: for that? <laughs> uh courtney what did you think about this section
3: uh i don't know i i was kind of like cautious about it because, you know, they're, they are still teenagers and an adult, like trying to talk her into not telling Rachel what was mm-hmm. going on. It was kind of, you know, uh, I guess like a little trigger warning, but I mean, I, what are you going to do? I mean, she was, she is pretty like responsible adult, kind of. Like she's very mature for her age, is what I've gotten off of the story. So I knew she could handle herself. I just, I don't know. I was just kind of off by it when he was all like, you know, like, don't tell her pretty much.
2: Uh, what about you, say? I, I don't know. I didn't care for this portion of the game. I, it wasn't my favorite. Um, I just like the, you know, the... I don't even know how to say it. it. It it just, it was the lull, the boring part of the game for me. So I mm-hmm. just put things and made them happen. And um, yeah, Elliot, again, I didn't even remember his name. I just knew I didn't care for him. And um, I'll leave it at that.
0: <laughs> well, uh, Chloe continues to search by investigating James' offensive clues about Sarah. Chloe learns that James is crooked and has been in contact with Damien. She then finds out that Damon has kidnapped Sarah. She races to Damon and Sarah's location and learns that James wanted him to kill Sarah. Frank appears and confronts Damon, presumably killing him. Sarah is saved and begs Chloe to never tell Rachel about James' actions, not wanting her relationship with her father to suffer. Back at the hospital, Chloe is faced with the choice, tell Rachel everything or protect her from the truth. What did you think of all this? I um hmm. It wasn't it was okay. It wasn't dramatic. You know, I thought it was gonna lead up to something to be like, oh, what's going on? What are they gonna do? It was just like, uh okay, they they had to I don't know, it was just like uh just like I rolled I roll into in a sense like nothing was hiding or anything it really felt like we lost the way of the story so now we need to just throw something together to make it happen to make it entertaining Um, because how are we going to wrap this thing up because it really doesn't focus on Rachel you know it doesn't have what was he what was Rachel doing in the first game that Actually led up, you know. Well, not the first game. The clues that Rachel was leaving in the first game, where, where, where can we see them in this prelude? Like, and like the pictures and everything. It was just, I don't know. It was just like, uh, this is written and really thrown together just to have something hiding to, to end it, to end it and everything. Because I, you would think that with Rachel's power and stuff that she would scream when they were at the junkyard and her and Chloe would get away and then things start happening and everything. And it just didn't feel that way. Uh, Anybody else? That, that, that was me. I was just like, uh,
1: Underwhelmed. underwhelmed Ed.
3: I think we all felt that way we just kind of wanted to hurry up with this one because it was too gruesome it's too much going on in so little time and you're like okay what's what's next because this isn't you know this isn't doing what i need it to do
1: well that's a good point too about how rachel was able to scream once and it seemed like she had mystical powers yet that's the only time you see that happen unless you believe that she's controlling the storm heading to a later. I'm, okay, so did anybody else feel this way during the Sarah sequence at that barn? Again, you're back at the barn where Firewatch played. Firewalk? Fire Firewatch. Firewalk. Firewalk played. Thank you, Um, I thought that was a dream sequence. I thought, I thought Sarah had actually died, and you are having these dreams where you're talking to her. Did anybody else get that sensation?
3: A little bit
0: yeah
1: it seemed really surreal i was like oh is she it just like she went from she seemed really lucid and she was being very wise so i thought it was kind of like a William sequence chloe but apparently she's alive
0: and that,
2: that is interesting
0: it, it was really weird if you look at the connection to the first game they both games and the last part Portion of the game, there's always a barn. What is it about a barn and this series that just makes things like uh, uneasy? You know, is it because that no one thinks about it? It's so basic. So you just like, oh, it's a regular barn, you know, the animals, poop, and all of that stuff. But then, yeah, well, don't re- <laughs> I mean, but don't realize that. Sometimes the most the most hidden, not hidden, the most basic un uh, unaware things, like you like you don't think about it, has something hidden in it. You know, when you look at life is strange, the bar was hiding the teacher's uh, you know, studio and you know, and his craziness. And this one, it was just like yes they're doing it for their concert but then they're also doing it for this set this portion of the gang like yeah. it's the biggest set
2: piece to end the gang yeah and everyone came everyone came for the hoedown but didn't get that so <laughs> um so some thoughts on this uh so it's already hard to trump the the ending of life is strange um or i should say even chapter four you finding that out at the end uh so this this already here has to be a different ending so it's maybe it's strewn together to kind of i don't know just be a, a, a christian like a lead up to life is strange but it, it already is is failing to meet that just because the first game was so good um the other thing is with Rachel, I, I'm thinking the symbolism of the fire, and then her getting stabbed later on, and the fire going out is symbolism of Rachel living a high and extreme um, lifestyle, and then being snuffed out as she gets killed. So, I just I think that whole symbolism of that, and then the chaos of the storm is people not knowing where she is. Not knowing what happened to her and trying to discover what that could be.
3: That's, a great That's really
0: deep. Mm. Yes. Uh, what about you, Courtney? Uh,
3: I don't know. Shane pretty much hit it on the head. If you really think <laughs> about it, uh, I didn't even think of it that way. You know, like, wait a minute. Now I got to go back and find the pinpoints of the of what you know the barn represents the fires and whatnot because it now it it does make sense it's like oh i feel like the
2: the fire the fire you know fire is just it's an exciting it's you know it's alluring um and that's what rachel was rachel is exciting alluring she's passionate and 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 burning brightly for everyone to see Mm -hmm. but then she's gone and the fire goes out and not there anymore and what's happened why why did the fire go and why did the i guess the firefighter say how did it go out well that's the question we have with where's rachel amber in the the next game so yeah well everybody we're going to get into our final
0: portion of this show um oh, oh go ahead that's the, the
1: major decision is that is that what you're going to talk about or is, you're going to talk about something else
0: uh we're going to get talking about the major decision okay
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> i was about to freak out there
0: okay so our the major decision was were you going to tell rachel or not uh so since you're super excited i want to start with you what did you choose
1: I withheld the truth. I didn't think it was my place to tell her. It was hard. Okay. It was a very difficult decision
0: to make. Okay. Uh Courtney. I did you the tell same. The
3: truth? I I didn't. I was like, nope. Because I just felt like it was gonna end up being like an emotional roller coaster type mm. of ending. And I'm too scared to even find out. So <laughs>
2: What about you, say? Totally lied. Um, I, well, I play life is strange. I know Rachel isn't there, so what, I guess, to me, I'm like, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want any consequences with your family. Um, yes, I'm a bad person for not telling you, but I'm going to lie to you, so...
0: I did not tell her the truth. Um, Are you all four of us? You know what? (laughs) It it wasn't such a scared thing. I think it was more of feeling for Rachel in a sense. To be like, I don't know if I'm going to lose my current best friend. You know, and I don't want her to leave, if, if, if case deck nine writes her out of the story, like that, that, you know, in case like her bleeding, like, yes, of course, we know that she died in the first game, but we didn't know that it was just like, what if she did have eternal bleeding and she almost, you know, died and you as Chloe don't want to end on that sad turn even though she did survive thing so i kind of just feel like i i love you enough to hold this back and everything you know for once in my you have
3: to do that you know you know
0: yeah because i i feel like chloe in this sense like honestly i i can't tell you the truth because it hurts hurts you i probably could have told you anything else and get any kind of reaction but I know in the end you will always come back to me this, this can ruin a lot of things and right now you're all I have and I will do everything to keep all that I have
1: I love that Ed because she lost her dad she's her, her relationship with her mom is she's kind of not nice to her mom all the time she's mm-hmm. kind of
0: happy
1: with her mom's boyfriend um, also the messenger usually is the one who gets the really crappy end of the deal whenever you're the one to bear bad news even though it, the messenger shouldn't be uh, now I, I am curious whenever I play these kinds of games and I like to go on YouTube and look up the scenario of what happens if you do if you do the opposite of what I picked and yeah did y'all ever watch that what happens if you tell her the truth mm-hmm. there's a big fight at um the uh amber residence and like the table shatters or like some glass shatters like it's dramatic very dramatic i think the mom her stepmom is even quite like well probably because oh my husband was arranging to have the mother of his child murdered and he's talking to drug dealers That's I
0: don't know. I think for me, that'd be grounds for divorce. It's it's, it's really kind of weird to think of it now that you didn't tell Rachel the truth and then seeing Chloe be killed. And so Chloe is leaving the world with that secret. So Rachel and Max don't know anything about what happened. And plus we don't see the parents, and life is strange. Uh, all we know is pretty much Frank in the town, you know, so uh,
1: uh, and he and Rachel were having an affair Mm-hmm, yeah, which is she's much younger than he is, by the way. he's he's like a grown adult. We should not be hanging out with someone her age.
0: so it and then, so it feels that it feels like after. She got out the hospital, something happened between their friendship where Rachel ended up with Frank. And so Chloe ends up still losing Rachel, even though she cared for her cared cared for her as a friend until Rachel's disappearance.
1: It's such, a, it's such a, good, this so, is a great game, but dang, it goes into so many dark directions.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of so it's kind of just like you. It doesn't click on because this prequel came out before the main game, and I think if this dropped first before Life is Strange, like the official one that you got, I think a lot of decisions will a lot of questions will be raised, but I think a lot of decisions will be different. And the gang would have a different kind of mystery to be like, Max, I mean, you know, Max, uh, going to Chloe to be like, you need to tell me everything. What did you, what secret, what, what did you witness? What what stuff did I um, reveal that you uh, that I feel like you know about? What are you holding for me? I want to know everything. If we're going to be friends or partners in this situation, I want you to be front and honest with
1: me. You know, you bring, that's a great point, Ed, because knowing what we know now, if, if Rachel was missing, Chloe's wondering where she is, knowing that her mom was alive, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. If she was like, maybe Rachel ran away with care, But that's never brought up in Life is Strange.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: Oh, we got to talk about, you want to talk about the ending of this game? It's... I
0: really don't even care.
1: Um, you see, there's like a close-up of a cell phone that's ringing. Chloe's calling Rachel's cell phone. In the background, you see flashes, like a, and you hear a camera snapping. And if you've played Life is Strange, you know that it's... Mark
2: Jefferson
1: taking photos. Mhm. Well, <sighs> about that ending.
2: Which yeah, that that's almost creepier than the actual <laughs> scenario with the, the dad and so. <laughs> yes.
3: Courtney, so. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I'm behind him It it was creepier. I, uh, it made me definitely have to like reevaluate my life, kind of. <laughs> had to stop the game, like, eh. Does it, you
1: know. no, I don't have children, but does it, like how you were saying, and I was saying, like, you know, if I were 16, I would have gone to the barn, but like, as a, a parent, I view it differently, or as an adult, I view it differently. Were you yeah. kind of thinking about, like, what if that were my kid, with this creepy teacher taking pictures?
3: Them? Did no. Did you have those
1: thoughts, or got really protected?
3: No, but now I will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: And I think I, I mentioned in other episodes I do not like taking pictures as a mechanic in the game. So this really reiterates why I don't like camera <laughs> type things at games. Are.
0: So I I I'm fine with taking pictures in games and everything. I think when you when you see something like nice, like people can see my photographs uh, from Ghost of because of how artistic it is and everything. But then you could also see the nonsense that I have from Harvest Moon with some of the characters and the dialogue to be like, ah, it's a sun shining day, and it's raining in the background, like, <laughs> like the, the, the irony and everything. So I think taking pictures could do something. I didn't feel like this was creepy or anything. I feel like they had to connect it somehow, that yeah. it was happening and everything. Um, I think if it was going to be like literally creepy, I, I, I something else would have to happen where I just feel like, man, how would this, like, how do you heighten uh, this and everything? Do you like have a notebook fall and it says Rachel on it while Flashes is going off? or the first flash that you hear <clears throat> clicks, like, you don't see what's going on, but you hear a notebook fall, and it says Rachel, and then you hear a click, and
2: it goes black. I, I do think that this is a good um, ending, whereas people who have played Life is Strange know how it's connected now, and then mm-hmm. people who played the first Maybe they play this one first, then Life is Strange. Um, can then now segue to the next one and kind of expect something in the next one. Now Rachel Amber is gone in this one. The ending was foreboding of something, and now here it is connecting in the next game.
0: I also wonder how in the world did Mark Jefferson buy like all of these red notebooks and no one question.
1: <laughs> he's a teacher. Probably he
2: they were. They were on sale at. Target.
1: good. needs yeah. um He
2: needs for
1: first, first class. Yeah, I'm helping my I teach a photography class and I'm, a lot of teachers have to buy school supplies for their
0: classes, so. <laughs> but you would think that let me not be suspicious by getting one color. Let me buy random colors and everything. Why okay. stick to red now? Does the red
2: mean something?
3: It means red,
2: blood. Means... Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say warning. Of some
0: yeah. Um, and it's and it's kind of weird red. because, but it's it's funny. Um, going back to life is strange. Is that everything is so washed out and monotone and monochromatic, and this red
2: stands out. So, now thinking about it, you. In a dark room, it's red. You develop photos in red light. Yes, okay.
1: that's a great that, point. That
2: kind of why I I kind of think it was red, but I guess I didn't put too much thought into this. <laughs> but
3: think about it. Um, he's a photography teacher. Yeah, it's a red notebook. <laughs> yeah.
2: When the I red don't... light's on, you don't come into the room.
1: I mean, to me, if you want to be sneakier, you would have bought it like a monochromatic color, like. Um
0: gray or black, so they wouldn't stick
2: out. Or, or mm-hmm. something on the front that says, this is not my killing diary.
0: <laughs> Just, um, I think he gets people
2: off. will stay away.
0: And then, and last not least, I'm surprised I didn't have, not saying the butterfly flat, but I don't think i seen the blue butterfly come into play.
1: No, it's, um, it's like the all-seeing eye on the triangle, like yeah,
2: um, Illuminati symbol. Yep, and then they even have the Illuminati shirt that you can choose to wear. Yeah,
0: so.
1: I think so, right?
2: That's the one that makes yeah. every decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't so, know. are we all going to talk about the farewell oh. Uh, part?
1: Oh, Very Go far. ahead, Shay. Extremely short.
2: Yeah. Uh, Uh, I don't know. I was just going to say the the farewell thing was, I think the was a bonus episode, and it was uh, with Chloe and Max before, uh, I think it was the day of, or a couple days up, leading up to Max leaving for Seattle. So Mm it kind of goes through, kind of connects the past with the future um, of how max and chloe knew each other i don't know if you guys remember any details i remember her just walking around the house looking at the pictures and playing in the backyard and stuff but uh, i i don't know how old they were in there oh like
1: 13 11 13
2: 12 yeah. somewhere around
3: there. yeah pretty young
1: it was good though it's it's really yeah, I, it's I enjoyed very touching it very touching because it, it kind of like a coming of age story of oh my gosh my best friend's moving mm-hmm. and to couple it you know dies just that's a huge amount of trauma for anybody much less a child mm-hmm. yeah
0: it's, it's, out of all of these games, I mean for the life is strange and before the store how many deaths are there? We know Chloe, Rachel, uh, um, William. Nathan, William, um, uh, Victoria. Uh, that, that's not finalized, I'm just saying, but but people did die in the game, in a sense. Uh, David, David did die uh, yeah, when David he was trying died. to rescue Max. But uh, the weird
3: part is, is this is okay. like within three years of all these deaths happening, right?
0: Uh, I believe so.
3: Yeah, like yeah. from 13. Like
2: 18. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe a little longer than maybe about five to six years. Like
1: really the person that little... gets. Triangle with the eye is called the Eye of Providence. And if you're American or you've seen American money, on our dollar bill.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Well, we're gonna get into our last portion, our thoughts about this game. Celeste, I'm gonna start with you. What are your thoughts about this game?
1: Um, I just want to point out, Shane, that the city seal of Kenosha, Wisconsin has the eye of providence.
2: Oh
1: hmm. <laughs> just Fun fact: but
2: David knows. I that. will
1: I'll let David Geisler of Another Self Podcast know yeah. that's where he's from originally. Um, I really love this prequel. I'm really happy that they decided to make it because I think it provides more closure. Because we know Amber was having an affair with Frank and Mark Jefferson, and we know that she killed at some point before the events of Life Is Strange. But I, I think she's such a mysterious character that I really like getting to see her more, and I like seeing what shaped Chloe. I especially like that farewell episode. Seeing drama and the trauma, and the trauma of mm-hmm. dad and her best friend moving at the same time. So I I think you need to play this game if you haven't played it and you love the Life is Strange series. You have to play before
2: It's short, pretty short.
0: Okay. Uh, Shay, your thoughts.
2: Um, I love the music again in this one. I uh, I think it really um amps it up a little uh trumps a little more than uh i like it a little more than the life is strange soundtrack um just because of fire Walk. um also uh, i think they really um make the arts shine in here with theater and with the d d and um, with the, uh, bands musicians musicians in there um so i really enjoyed that portion of it um so the the story was okay um uh I, I still again um don't have a least i do have a least favorite life is strange but all of them are very good as like zelda for me uh all of them are good and i just you know uh, and i i didn't care for some of the voice actor changes um i it, it's it's nothing against the voice actors or anything uh just when you're used to something and they change it, and you're expecting a certain persona, certain voice to be backed by the character you've witnessed before. Um, it just uh, brings you out of it a little. Um, you know, it's it's kind of like movies where they change the the actor um, actress that you're used to, and then um, you know you get somebody else. And it, it could go either way. It could be you know a better choice, but. Um, in this case uh they were they were good but not how i was hoping they would be so Uh, but i I definitely recommend this this game here so uh courtney uh
0: final thoughts about this game
3: okay so i'm gonna jump back to shane's with the voice actors it kind of reminds me of whenever they did the halloween town series and then they jumped into the halloween the return to halloween town is that kind of like the vibe you got off of it?
2: Now that you say that, yes. Yes. <laughs> so what happened?
3: Okay, can you give me a little background about They that? They changed the uh, main actress. Uh, for all, So there was, was the main actress for all three of them. And then the fourth one, they changed the main actress to someone else. And they didn't say why. They just kind of played it off. Oh, that's the same person. That's the same person.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay They're
3: definitely
2: not fun. No, but no, I, I get it when when an actor actress passes away in real life and they gotta substitute someone uh aka I was gonna say uh Dumbledore um I was gonna say uh like in the Matrix the Oracle lady she passed away after the second movie they got a new one for the third one um but then you got like people like Rhodey as War Machine in the first Iron Man, and then you got Don Cheadle then playing in <laughs> know, the next ones, or even you know Mark Ruffalo switching out for Ed, Ed, Ed was it Ed Norton. So
0: mm-hmm. okay, so um,
2: was that all, Chloe?
0: Oh
3: Chloe? me! <laughs> I was like, wait, who's Chloe? Chloe just uh. joined the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, um, I guess same thing with him. They were very detailed about the Shakespearean whatnot. They were very detailed about the b and Like, they really took their time on that. I wish they would take their time more on the story that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, I'm I'm happy with the ending, I guess.
0: <laughs> um,
2: so, uh, I, oh, go ahead, sorry, I was going to say, I, I, knowing Deck Nine then and uh, playing the True Colors game. They really amped it up there. So um, I hope for the next game that they really, you know, blow it out of the park. So.
0: Oh, definitely. Uh, so for this one, I have a mixed bag with this one. Um, I think the beginning and like half half of episode two is strong. And then I I just feel like episode three lost me. It's just it, it felt like when they did when they tried to do the reveals and you know the twist, it kind of felt and definitely with Rachel get stabbed and go to the hospital, it kind of felt like it they lost the story and they lost the interest. And so I I would say I would recommend people play it, but I don't think you're going to get involved. I don't think you're going to be like engaged with the story like you are going to do with actual Life is Strange, because there's so many there's so many twists and turns that Life is Strange has that you think is one thing, but it's actually something else. And so, and definitely you get the characters that flesh out. So you, as a person with your morals, you got more to choose and do, even though it's just like did i make the right one okay this is the way that it ended so if i do a replay i could choose to end this other way and feel better or happy that i didn't make that choice with with before the storm i what what was the storm what was before like what was I, i really feel like it lost its way halfway through episode two and and three like three just feel like it was cobbled together in a sense, so um, play if you're going to play Life is Strange to get the full story, but if you're, if you like really want to just let me see what this series is about, and maybe this one's because it's short, you know I maybe I could get a better understanding I, I, I can't recommend it on that level, I only can recommend it if you're going to play the first game, so you could get maybe a better Context of what's going on in her day. now. If you feel like you don't really care for it before the storm and you just want to play the first game, I think you'll get a lot of fulfillment from it. Um, and I'm gonna leave it at that. I, yeah, so uh, that's gonna be the show. I was gonna say, um,
2: uh, you- go ahead, yeah. go ahead, Shay do you guys recommend playing before the storm before playing life is strange to new people or do you say play as it came out
3: play it as it came out
2: yeah i i agree kind of because life is strange hooked me i think if you play the first one it might not hook you as much but you might get an understanding of what life is strange is later on mm-hmm. You know if you do it that way as well, so we should put it up on. Yes. Um, when this episode comes up, we should put it out uh, as a poll and ask
3: because
1: I'm
2: curious what people think about that. Yes, well, everybody, that's going to be it. We are
0: playing for frustration too, and I have a ton of thoughts, <laughs> and I cannot wait to share it with you guys when we have this discussion but cordy where can we find you
3: you can find me on twitter or uh you can find me on twitch it's cordy underscore yikes for both um yeah i'll be playing life is strange so definitely go hang out there
2: (laughs) uh shay where can we find you Oh, you can find me on Twitter at StillSaneShane. Uh, you can find my articles at Mosh Rush Network and at Another Zelda Podcast as well as some podcasts. Celeste, where can
0: we find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at FairyCrypt, and I'm also with Another Zelda Podcast for articles, and I also help to host the 1v1 series. I've interviewed all of these fine people, and I'm excited to continue working with them.
0: Yes. You guys can find me on Twitter at that code and on Instagram. You can also find me on our Discord with the other Boss Rush crew as we talk games, snacks, and more. You can find me on Nintendo Pie Block, Talk the Walk, X- Nintendo Expression Pass, and other podcasts like Ranking Nintendo and Standard Definition. Uh, if you want to guys check out more of our content, you can go on our YouTube page at Boss Rush Network, or you can check out our uh, main website, BossRush.net for written articles, editorials, reviews, our, uh, more of our podcasts, and just getting to know some how-tos if you are interested in finding how to do things and get uh, With that, everybody, have a great week. Have a great weekend. We will see you next time for Life is Strange 2. Yeah. I am pausing because I had to take a breath because I had because that game came to my mind and I'm just like, we're gonna have a really good discussion. And just to let everybody know that in November we are doing Life is Strange 3, True Colors, so you guys can play that. And we're doing Detroit Become Human in December. So that is our uh leading up to the end of the year of the games that we will be playing for talk the walk and we will find out uh what work we're going to do for january i think it's going to be a very interesting what we're going to do for january with that everybody have a great week have a great weekend and we'll see you next time on talk the walk Bye, everybody take care